Because knowing yourself isn't just another buzzword. Knowing yourself is the first step toward becoming the empowered individual you know you can be. Your healing comes through your willingness to feel and explore and to look back, not with eyes of victimhood and blame, but with eyes intent on understanding. Are you ready to journey inward? I'm your host, Shauna Galbrand. This is Know Yourself. Hello and welcome to the show. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. Lovely to have you here. Whatever you're doing, whatever time of the day or night it is, wherever you are in the world, my hope is that you are healthy and happy and enjoying life. Some of you may have noticed my intro is different. Yay! This past weekend, my son, my oldest son, Tyler, was coming for a visit. We haven't seen him in several months, so it was, it was just so lovely to see him. But he has been the one who has recorded my intros in, you know, the previous, the older version of my podcast. So I thought, this is wonderful. I just came up with a new name. I'm, I redid the intro. And when he gets here, I'm going to ask him to record for me. So we were sitting around in conversation and I brought it up with him. And he was very willing to record for me. So I got the piece of paper that had it all written out and he sat with that for a while and he said, let's talk about this. Through our conversation, he helped me to realize and understand that I was tied to this old way of being, even when it came to the intro into the podcast. And that by asking me the right questions, I determined that it was not in alignment with who I am anymore. And it was not the approach that I wanted to take for the intro to the podcast. So what you heard is the new intro with my voice, even though, like I said, he was willing to do it. I took ownership of it. And um, so here I am. And I hope you liked it. Today, I would like to talk about the inner child. Now, there are many aspects of the inner child that we could talk about. A lot of my work, actually most of the work that I've done on my own with my own inner child has been around my wounded inner child and helping her to heal so I can in turn heal. This recording, this episode of Know Yourself, I'm going to stick to simply what the inner child is to help you understand what it is, how she shows up in your life, and perhaps touch on how you can start to connect with her. I'm going to begin with a quote. Only when I make room for the voice of the child within me do I feel myself to be genuine and creative. And that quote is from Alice Miller, who is a pioneer in the recovery field. This quote really spoke to me, but my inner child work being in relationship with the child within, with my inner child, you know, making room for her voice. Sure, I feel more genuine, authentic, and creative. I'm, I'm more willing to take risks. But for me, it has been 
the healing part of it in regards to how I, the things I don't like about myself, how I act, ways that I act, the ways that I be that I do not like about myself. So making room for her voice has helped the both of us heal these wounds from childhood. Again, though, this recording is simply about, I have to keep reminding myself, what is the inner child? Every age you have ever been is still within you. Let's start there. The infant, the toddler, the preschooler, the school age, the adolescent, the young adult, all those ages are still within you. The child never grows up, never goes away. It's always part of you. She is your childlike innocence, your joy, your creativity. We've been taught to believe that the child needs to be left behind. You need to grow up, stop acting like a child, start acting like an adult. So what do we do? We just stuff her away, him away, her away. I'm using her or she because um, I'm a woman and I work with a lot of women, so I'm sticking with she. If you're a male and you're listening to this, feel free to put in he. So we have, we live in this society, especially here in the United States, that it's all about growing up and being an adult and we lose our sense of playfulness. Playfulness is so vital to our well-being and to our healing. And the child is there. It is a part of us that needs to be acknowledged and recognized and connected with. Over the past couple of years, I've immersed myself in inner child work, focusing my knowledge and my practices that help me to heal my wounded inner child. The child can be seen as a subpersonality and an important and useful concept or idea, I guess you could say. I prefer to experience my inner child as a real living presence within me. Let me repeat that. I prefer to experience my inner child as a real living presence within me. This approach has helped me in countless ways, um, which I, I will be talking about in, in future episodes. But the inner child is a reflection of the child we once, we once were in both positive and negative aspects. So my practice of experiencing her as a real living presence has offered me so much opportunity to know more about myself and to heal parts of my life and parts of myself that I've really been wanting to deal with, heal from. The inner child, your inner child, is the cry you hear deep within your heart. She is the feeling part of you that needs nurturing. Residing in the heart, the core of your being, she is your true self. She is a reality you can't see because she resides in the unconscious mind. She is a powerful presence and she is continuously trying to get your attention. Deep in hiding, forgotten and neglected as you ignore your feelings and your gut instincts because that's what she is. 
The child speaks through sensations in your body and reacts emotionally to pain. The child speaks through the sensations in your body and the feelings you experience. She shows up in emotions, pain, feelings, disease. This is how she shows up. So when you have discomfort, when you have this like pain that's been ongoing and you keep going to the doctors and you go to this doctor and you go to that doctor, it's your child trying to speak. It is some aspect of your true self that is trying to get your attention. She is a source of humor, play, and rejuvenation. She thrives on simply being instead of achieving. She speaks more readily in the language of body movement, feelings, play, and the arts. So just let's get back for a moment about thriving on simply being instead of achieving. This is this can be really challenging for a lot of people, especially people who pride themselves in multitasking. That I'm always having to do, 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 go, 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 do this, do this, do this, go on to the next thing. It's all about achieving, achieving, achieving. You're not going to find your child there because she enjoys simply being. And this is where stillness is so important. And I use the word stillness instead of meditation because I feel like meditation just scares people off. I don't know how to meditate. I can't meditate. Yeah, the, the list of excuses is never ending. But can you sit in stillness? Because that's where she is. Can you just simply be for a while so you can connect with her? You're not going to find her when you're constantly moving and trying to achieve something. Some characteristics of the child within include courageous, creative, genuine, needy, dependent, curious, playful, explorative, vulnerable, spontaneous, intuitive, enthusiastic. She is a source of humor, the spice of life. She is full of infinite wisdom and joy, sensitive to her environment. She easily feels the energy of others. She can pick up on unexpressed thoughts and feelings, and she picks up on body language and any of the attitudes underneath. Any recurring emotional or physical problems are signs your child is trying to speak. So the inner child either enhances or interferes with your life choices on a daily basis. That means she's either adding to and complementing, making it much easier for you to make decisions, or she is contaminating your life, making it a lot more challenging to get through your day. Most of us are completely asleep to the fact that we have a child within us and we move through our lives just wishing that issues could go away, looking externally for the answers. And the child is waiting this whole time to be recognized, acknowledged, and embraced. Your inner child 
needs love, safety, trust, validation, guidance, expression. She needs a mirroring and echoing caretaker. Excuse me, caretaker. She needs to be acknowledged and to have her unmet childhood developmental needs filled by you, if you're willing. Some of the ways that the inner child can enhance your life is when you're listening to and following your intuition. When you're taking steps towards the things you're passionate about, regardless of what anybody else thinks. When you're able to speak your truth and set a boundary. When you acknowledge your feelings and move through them in a constructive way. When you're feeling vulnerable, when you ask for help, and when you're being playful. These are just some of the ways that your inner child can enhance your life. Some of the ways that your inner child can contaminate your life through destructive behavior, behavior affecting your loved ones, maybe when you're raging or projecting all over the people who care about you. When you're self-sabotaging yourself, she shows up or contaminates your life through addictions, when you're giving your power away, when you need external validation, when you're feeling inadequate and you're lacking self-respect. So all you have to do is look at the characteristics of the inner child to know when you're experiencing her as a supportive presence in your life. And then you can look at all of the things that are not going right in your life, the ways that you are that you don't like anymore, that you want to change, and that's how she's showing up and contaminating your life. Generally, though, it is the wounded inner child that is showing up in ways of contaminating. So let me be very clear about that. The true self does not have destructive behavior, is not self-sabotaging, does not have any addictions, does not give her power away, validates herself, feels completely adequate, and has high levels of self-respect. So can you feel the difference? Can you hear the difference between the ways that the inner child enhances and the way that the inner child can contaminate. Now, one of the things that I've discovered through my own healing and through my own practices and techniques is that this is never about blame because remaining in victimhood just keeps you in the loop of something that you're trying to heal. You can't get out of it if you're constantly blaming someone like your parents. Well, if my parents did this and my parents did that, then I wouldn't have these issues right now. That's great. You know, so many of us were raised with by um, adult children, right? Wounded adult children, raising children. So what, I'm, what I've discovered and what I want to share with you right now, that it's really important to approach this work, approach the inner child from a place of love and compassion and the intent on understanding rather than blaming. Now, the more I am in relationship with my inner child, 
means the more I am in relationship with myself. The more I understand and know about myself, the more love, acceptance, and approval I have for myself. It's like this natural byproduct of being in relation with your inner child. Like I can't explain it any more than that, that if you are willing to really recognize that little girl within you, if you are willing to be in relationship with her, that means you're in relationship with yourself. You are your own best friend. The most important person in your life is you. I used to say these things and they had no meaning to them until I really understood what they meant. So think about that for a minute. Like I said before, your inner child is that part of you that is alive, energetic, creative, and fulfilled. Working with her can help you to find the roots of your issues as an adult. It all begins with your willingness to do the work. She has so much to say and heal from. And she is really hoping that you start the process of reconnecting with her. You may not know how. You might not know what that looks like or that feels like. But you can allow your willingness to carry you. Because it all starts with your willingness to experience her as a real living presence. A real living presence within you. And the intention or the willingness to foster a more meaningful and forgiving relationship with yourself. This is how it all begins. When you say, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to journey inward. Inner child work is a vital part of healing from the inside out. I know so many people that are still searching outside of themselves for the answer. And let me tell you, I did that for a long time. It wasn't until recently where I discovered, okay, so all of these modalities, all of these techniques, all of these tools that I've been using, they have worked to a degree in the moment. They've helped me through some challenging times. But all the work that I've done has been an approach through an adult perspective. After searching and looking and listening to and, and taking this dialogue and blah, 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 I finally realized that the way to heal is through the journey inward. To know yourself better. I don't have to try to find this light switch that all of my issues will be healed and gone. I don't have to try to figure out, well, I have to do this, to do this, and then that all, that would be gone. All that will be healed. It's not about that. It's about the journey inward to know yourself better, to be in relationship with your inner child, your true self. Now, it's messy. It's uncomfortable, but it's magical and healing. I invite you to begin your journey of discovering, nurturing, and champion, championing 
your inner child. Start by your willingness to even acknowledge that she is a real living presence within you. Start there. I look forward to bringing more and more of this work to you. I have to say it was a little challenging because there are so many different branches that I could have, you know, gone off on. I could have gone this way and this way and this way. And I needed to stay focused solely on what the inner child is. That is the first message that I want to bring. So you can start recognizing your inner child and how she is or he is either enhancing or contaminating your life. She's there. She is waiting for you to acknowledge her. May take a little bit of time for her to begin to trust you. Actions speak a hell of a lot louder than words, something I have learned the hard way. I can say all I want to her, but until I take some action steps, she wasn't going to trust me. So the more steps I took, the more she trusted, the more she comes out, the more we find ourselves in dialogue together. And that's going to be a whole other topic of conversation is the dialoguing. That's to come. All right. I think that's all I wanted to say right now about the inner child. I could just keep talking about this and talking about this and talking about this. But I will restrain myself. Switching gears for just a moment. I have recently come back to social media, a very limited capacity. Um, I now see, do I even want to share this with you? I guess I started to say it, so I'll just finish it. The way I was able to come back to social media is number one, by making big changes to my news feeds, which I did as soon as I logged back in after four months of being away. I also see social media now as a bulletin board, if you will, a place that I can tack up my business card or I can hang up a flyer of the next thing I'm doing. You know, those flyers that you would see in coffee shops that have the little like rip tags at the bottom with the phone number or the email address. This is how I am visualizing social media and I am keeping very tight boundaries on the amount of time I allow myself to be there because in reality I don't have time to be on social media anymore things are are more of a priority and it's interesting because I've talked to so many people who say things like I don't have time to exercise I don't have time to meditate I don't have time to work on myself and I ask them well do you go on social media and how much time do you spend scrolling through news feeds? And how beautiful would it be? How might you feel if you could honestly say, I don't have time to go on social media because all of these other things in my life, my creative endeavors, my passions, my playfulness, my excitements are more important than scrolling through a social media news feed. Now, all that said, I will continue to post. I will post my um, podcast and 
my upcoming events and I'm really excited about that and I've missed some people and it's wonderful to see them again and I'm still feeling conflicted about saying hey come find me on social media um, but if you want to you can find me on Facebook and Instagram those are the only two places that I am on currently I have something else in the works right now, which I don't know where it's going to go. It could totally flop and it could be this amazing, beautiful thing. I am simply allowing myself to be with it because it's exciting and it interests me and I'm going to take it as far as it goes. So hopefully I will have more on that in the coming months. But until then, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I have two accounts on Facebook, my personal account and my professional account, both under Shauna Gulbrand, as well as Instagram. You can find me under Shauna Gulbrand because there's only one in the world and it's me. Thank you all so much for tuning in and listening. I appreciate you and I love you. 